0: Spiders Will Eat Your Face, available on Amazon Prime, Instant Watch, and Amazon.com, as well as all the other regional equivalents. Spiders Will Eat Your Face, the documentary about the history of patriarchalists in America. All the links are also in the show notes. Spiders, spiders, spiders! I'm Morgan Freeman, and I'd like to welcome you to the Wacombo Pod (laughs) (laughs) Cloud. Yeah, this isn't working, but, uh... Alright, let me try this. Welcome to the Combo Podcast. We welcome you. <laughs> and, uh, Brian. Hey, hey.
1: How's it going, Bane? <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I'm just destroying a city and uh, nothing much.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, despair and all that. Welcome to the Combo Podcast. Let's talk about video games and PC. Um,
1: so what you been playing? Oh, let's see. This week here, I jumped back into some Overwatch. I had a little bit of fun with that. I hadn't played that in uh, a little longer than I really intended. So, played in. Yep. Did a few rounds. It was good. Then uh, really, really spent the rest of my time playing a planet, (laughs) playing Planet Coaster. So the Overwatch community, I assume, is pretty good still. Yes, the uh for just a pickup group. Uh, I was played with one friend and then we had like two like the first round we had two other people just immediately join our group and they stuck with us the rest of the night and then there was a fifth one came oh, on for nice. like the last few rounds. and just it was awesome. It just chatted whatever. You know, it's it's probably the friendliest a group of, you know, just player base in general. Now, if you start playing competitive, it gets a little iffy, as does any other major online game. But
0: But yeah, it looks really nice, uh, but I don't want to jump on it because (laughs) everyone's already much better than I will be.
1: Yeah, I very much uh, felt a little behind. I'm like level 8, and there were people that were up in the 90s in our on our team, yeah,
0: I think that's always an issue—not uh, n- just for the players, but also business-wise. Yeah, getting people to jump into the game and keeping this community
1: nice. But uh it's good that yeah, you it, have fun. It's a great game. I just appreciate the it has very much has that Blizzard level of polish. Just everything is just perfect. You know, down to every little animation of you know reloading your weapon or whatever. Just you you couldn't ask for more. It, the whole thing is just beautiful. There's I've never had an issue with it. Also, the
0: community on Reddit, are super active. <laughs> yeah, <You know, laughs> right now and then when I go on Reddit, you just see the posts in the top post, and there are quite a few funny things uh, and and kills, and you just think, oh, how much time do
1: they spend to be this good? Oh, I know. I'm, I'm amazed at the people who can just pick any character and just go out and do their thing, because it's like every character has a very defined role and very distinguished abilities. Yeah. You know, so just, you know, I've I've got kind of three or four, you know, I can do kind of one of each you know, major class and but I just, I can't just go pick some guy and then automatically know how his few moves work, which luckily it's simple, you know, there's not, it's not like there's a really complex set of moves for each character, but still you know i i know how to be really effective with a few and then the rest is just like okay i'm going to be kind of fumbling around here trying to figure it out and yeah maybe i won't die that often
0: <laughs> yeah uh, i'm just looking at this gif uh oh, gif no gif gif it's definitely gif gif yeah so uh someone just goes up to a bunch of people shoots a laser and then kills 10 people all at once <laughs> so it's like <laughs> okay
1: and anything else you've been playing? Anything interesting? Dabbled a little more Tokyo 42, but uh, no, that was pretty much my gaming week. Built some big old roller coasters and uh, shot some people up. So and how does it compare to the old days of coasters? You know, I, I've i actually really enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it even more than I thought I would. Uh, I was kind of leery about it because people, everything I would read was... Oh well it's it's just a basically a big creative mode. There's no management, there's no whatever. Well, I'm playing the career mode and I'm on I'm still on one of like the easy level parks that it starts you out with. Basically it starts you out with a park that's like in debt up to its eyeballs, has like one half completed roller coaster and no other rides. And you have like no money to do anything with, and you have to turn it around and be profitable and you know, has this whole list of objectives you have to do. And it, it took me a while yeah. to even get it rolling so the okay yeah the management maybe is not as fine-tuned as some other games out there especially maybe some of the older tycoon games where you could you know really get in depth on stuff but it's definitely enough to keep you going it's not just everything's super easy mode like i really thought it was going to be
0: yeah it looks great it looks great and it's something we've really wanted for a while as a community Yeah. yeah so it's good to see this so I've been playing GJ Five online, offline, Ooh. offline. Joking. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it, it's a black hole, you know, with time perception. Uh, yeah, and I forget how amazing and you know really nice the story was for a thirty-hour or so at least game. You have so much dialogue, so much to do, so many missions, and uh, all those little details and. Oh not not to mention the uh, you know you go t- into so many different buildings inside uh, levels you never see when you just roam around it's just created for single missions
1: so it's yeah it's really really interesting yeah i've i've appreciated that game I mean, i've played through it twice now once on pc and once when it was on console beforehand and then my wife's been starting to play through the story mode um, so it's kind of sitting back and appreciating just just watching the story and like, you know, somebody else taking it in. It's it is cool to watch. And, you know, to me, I, it's hard for me to kind of put some of it together because, you know, every time I've played any Grand Theft Auto, I've just OK, I do some story missions and I'm just going to go screw around for an hour. and <laughs> Yeah, it's. It's unbelievable
0: how much time you waste on getting haircuts and clothes. And it's not just one <laughs> character anymore, it's three characters. So you go to the barber three times every hour, instead of <laughs> just once. <laughs> it's like, no, I want to look good though! It's like, oh, it yeah. doesn't matter though, it's a video game. No, I have to do it! And, <laughs>
1: and tattoos and clothes and... <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, oh, yeah, also just you can grow a haircut within seconds.
1: Never <laughs> underestimate the <laughs> I power. i come in here with a shaved head and I want to leave with a mohawk. Yeah. You can do that, right? <laughs> or just grow a beard in two
0: seconds. <laughs> I <laughs> wish I had that ability. Yeah, well, it costs
1: $650
0: in the game, so.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Might be going go to a full-on lumberjack over, you know, within a matter of minutes. It would be pretty good yeah so great game um, always loved
0: how they implement implemented some of the features from max Payne three um not only did they improve their shooting by so so much and especially on p c right you have raw input, oh yeah, and it feels so satisfying. It's one of the best shooters on p c for me uh, yeah, a third person
1: shooter. I, see, I've been playing it in first person when I play on PC because it was just that much yeah. more of a different experience than playing it in third person before. It
0: really is. It really is. But uh, the issue for me is the FOV is so tiny; it makes
1: my head go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess it, I haven't had that much of an issue with it, but I've I've also played it on my ultra wide.
0: Oh, I wonder so. why.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, FO, FOV issues. What are those? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, but <laughs> it's quite yeah, it can be difficult if you're not used to them. Uh, you know, small FOVs. But um it's actually a hindrance, you know, on console games um because some people just can't actually feel good whilst playing it and you know, some people do get sick. So yeah, there it does have a little bit of a tunnel vision. Yeah, I hate I hate I hate that. Um but I love the shooting, as I said, but also the little things, like when you run, and you know the cloth? So I think they used two textures whilst running. So it looks like the you know shirt is moving back and forth, and it looks amazing. So, yeah, I really like the cross-pollination they have within the studios, even though they're spread out throughout the world.
1: I, I love the details that got added to the PC version, You know, it's like, okay, so playing it on a PS3, obviously you're pretty limited by hardware. Uh, There's only so much they can do. But like, okay, so even even just the littlest thing, hey, their phone, they pick up their phone on the PS3 version, It just like you see them pick up you know, some brick-looking rendered thing, and then it pops up like a 2D vision <laughs> of the phone in the corner of the screen. Wow. Whereas on the PC one, it's, okay, it is this actual rendered device in your character's hands, and you are looking at it from the same perspective of wherever their hand is. Uh, it just uh, It's a little detail, but it's just, to me, it's stuff like that that really makes a difference. Oh, yeah,
0: they. I mean, we spoke about it at the time on the show here, and uh, they definitely made a really good port i mean everyone forgave them for taking so long for pc but the port was amazing uh it's gotten worse now because they added some drm and things and yeah it's i've been getting 10 fps less really and yeah at least and it it stutters more it ran like butter back when it came
1: out and obviously looked amazing but, uh, i guess I haven't, I haven't noticed the performance issues so much but maybe i just need to play it more
0: well if you didn't have have a 1080 ti maybe
1: well well okay
0: uh, but no but uh, it's quite sad again the, they're so obsessed with online they're trying to lock everything down that you know even the performance got worse
1: yeah the, when you've added enough drM to the point that you're actually impacting performance, you probably need to start reprioritizing,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. but yeah, oh, on the p s four version, you, you you know when the police calls in over the radio or we have a phone call? yes, yeah. it pl- it plays out from the controller speaker, and that's amazing
1: and so the I like the, the the controller actually flashes like blue yeah
0: well, <laughs> and depending <laughs> on the character you play so michael is uh, blue franklin is green for the, his mission markers and you know it changes oh, yeah. colors
1: so you know i would like that feature please That's yeah it. that i do have to say cuz okay so i mentioned my wife is replaying it she's actually playing it on ps4 Um, just because she couldn't she couldn't pry me away from my pc to to play it yeah uh which oh my god loading times loading times loading times it takes by the time she even gets into the game i'm like you know ready to go to bed you actually (laughs) grow a beard in seconds (laughs) yes i really did grow a beard just waiting for her to get in and make her character grow a beard yeah so but the yeah the little things like that just the the controller even just the rumble feature cuz i guess i i missed that with the controller i'm currently using um, but yeah the the lights and the sound coming from the controller and just the the little details like that, that that's the one thing that really hasn't been implemented well on pc yeah, outside of a few I special want cases
0: it. <laughs> because it, the speakers <laughs> are really bad so it does sound like you're actually talking on a phone right uh let's move on to some news yeah um mass effect andromeda had de novo finally removed, thank God yeah, so any well for those anything things, removing de novo <laughs> de novo is yeah it's a bit awful again, it sometimes affects performance and you know, you need to be online for it to ping home and all those things. But also, yeah. one of the big concerns is with the community that that what happens if the you know five six years later um, because it has to ping home every time, and if not, yeah. it, it's you know relatively
1: hard to crack because it's it encrypts the entire game somehow. I, I just hate that yeah. the you, you get to that point though where once it is cracked, then. The better gameplay experience is actually given to you know the pirates or the people who have cracked it, yeah, you know because they're not they're not suffering through they you know, they don't have to you know let it ping home every time they don't have to be online they can you know they don't have whatever performance impact may be from that yeah I mean that's a huge reason for piracy and it yeah always has been
0: you can just so before we had Steam as um, ubiquitous as it is now we you know. If you wanted a DRM-free game, DRM-free game, you would just go to Parape, right? Um, if you didn't want uh, the very, I don't know, some issues would were solved somehow. A performance would be improved as well through pirated mm-hmm. games, and uh, yeah, there were a lot of reasons, and it was so much more convenient, right? You can just line it up, and it downloads, and which is pretty much what Steam has
1: recreated now, but. Yeah, there were huge reasons for pirating. Well, you know, pirating used to be big too just because, you know, oh, you know, you have physical media. I have to go find this disc and if it gets damaged, then I just can't play my game anymore. You know, so I I remember just, you know, even even if you owned it, just downloading a cracked version of the game just so you could have it on your computer and just load it up when you wanted to play it.
0: Piracy, it's really good. Wait, no, not not anymore because we have Steam sales now. Yay. Yeah, so, Denuvo has been removed, and uh, I think that's something, that's a trend we, we're seeing. When we have games not sell well or cracked, they just go ahead and take uh, take away Denuvo anyway, because, you know, it served its purpose, it, it kept people away for a while, and that's what they really
1: want, right? What was the last game to remove Denuvo, you know, to at least make a big deal about removing it? I feel like they followed, I can't remember what it was, I followed... Felt like it followed the same pattern though, where it came out as big release and then is like sales just tanked, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're moving the DRM." The now. latest I can think of is uh, Hitman. You know, since yes. they split up with um, Square Enix, so I'm I'm wondering if you're going to see that. Where is that going to be a, a trend now? Where okay, they're going to have de novo or some sort of you know kind of harder lockdown DRM just for that first. Few months, you know, while sales are are higher and while the prices are higher, where where they're really going to make their maximum profit, uh, will they you know lock it down and then you know remove that once prices and sales taper off past a certain threshold? Yeah, and
0: so apparently there is a list on Wikipedia, and Hitman is on there, a bunch of other games, some we would recognize, Titanfall two. Which was removed without being cracked, so that was simply about uh, twenty. Why do they I use American dates? i thinking
1: of, and it was pretty similar. It was like three months yeah. after release, correct?
0: Yeah. If if it wasn't written in American dates, I would be able to just. So five months later, they removed it. <laughs> Homefront: The Revolution, uh, Inside.
1: Oh, Doom. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, so they all removed it and that was a few months after release and apparently it's because they um they charge a subscription fee right for to the developers oh, so it's an ongoing well, yeah, fee so it's another reason for them to just drop
1: it yeah it definitely makes sense they they want to maximize their
0: profit yeah drm free gaming is uh, something we kind of need i mean obviously protections for online game gameplay
1: is important but yeah, protections have their place, but at the same time, I want to know I own something, and I want to be able to you, you know, yeah, and I, use it in the way I see fit,
0: and knowing that it won't break or run, not maybe, maybe not run on my PC because that can be the case as well. Now, uh, you know, Facebook, the evil corporation. You had a oh, life hacker, <laughs> life invader life invader yeah i love it you know. I, I love that i mean this is spoilers for GTA 5 but when you blow up you know mark zuckerberg's equivalent's head <laughs> that's the best moment of the entire game <laughs> that was one, that is still one of my favorite mission
1: sets from that game
0: yeah i love how you go into the offices as well and it's all just you know pretend silicon valley and they, the way they talk <laughs> and everything was pretty pretty brilliant. Big Brother's subsidiary Oculus, they finally dropped down the price to
1: $399. And then it that's not just 399 for the Rift, that's 399 for the Rift and Touch. I mean, th- th- this is what not even 6 months ago would have cost you $800. Yeah, so they're really threatened <laughs> probably.
0: Vive is doing so incredibly well. I mean, even Google's making stuff for Steam now and, you know, mainly having yeah. Vive support in mind. Yeah, and the Vive is doing
1: really well, so they feel quite pressured. I think. Well, I know they've not been doing doing so well in their suit with uh, ZeniMax. Oh yeah, yeah, that was quite yeah. interesting. Yeah, so and I, I think we're we're still they're still feeling the hurt from there, and I think there's still some some rulings to be made. Uh, but I think they're uh, they are potentially facing a uh, like a seize sales. Until some of it is kind of resolved, yeah. At least an article yeah. I I had read. Um, so I'm wondering if they kind of see that coming, and they not only do they want to just get more Oculus's out there, and make more sales, but they also just want to liquidate their supply, uh, just so they're not potentially sitting on a lot of these while they you know are unable to do anything.
0: Oculus has been so anti-consumer with some of the uh, business decisions, like locking down games. And, you know, one general. Yeah. I mean, once the wait. CEO or as, there's this article floating around, once they claim they are not actively trying to block games um, from running on a Vive, you know, it's, they're still not exactly encouraging it because it has ex- exclusivity in the first place. But on the other hand, you do have the problem that people won't really jump on VR to, you know, make games for VR because it's a big investment and there's a small market. So Oculus giving developers money maybe isn't is necessary for most of them.
1: And I, and I do feel yeah so I feel like the the working together and Oculus paying developers, you know, giving funding to developers to develop for them was was an important move, but at the same time, I feel like it was not handled very well because they tried to do the whole, you know, walled garden, you know, exclusive, you know, Oculus is the platform, not the, you know,
0: IO device. Obviously platform is what Facebook's business is. They, they don't build a
1: product. They build a platform to keep people on there. Yeah. I feel, I feel like the Vive just as, I mean, one just as a piece of technology, two as a company and three just, you know, with, with the community they have, um, it's a more it's a more expensive device. They've sold a lot more of them than Oculus has. And I feel like the community is just better. And I feel the I feel like the Vive community in general is just more informed about VR. Man. Uh, so I've I've spoken with Oculus people. I I have somebody I work with who he loves his Rift and he's huge on VR, but he he didn't know until recently that he could use his Rift with Steam. You know, he thought he was uh, limited to the Oculus. Uh, I don't, I don't know it? what their home app is called. You know, they have their own app and distribution yeah. platform. He didn't know he could do anything other than the Oculus platform, and he's had it since release. Wow! And they're not going to go out of the way to explain that to people as well. Oh no! Yeah, they're definitely not going to not going to yeah. you know deter people from buying things within their store if you can go get it the same thing on Steam. For more than likely a l- lower price.
0: Yeah, for sure. And also the Vive might be getting those knuckle controllers. So imagine using your
1: fingers in games. Oh my, I, be I've cool. been watching those. Uh, I'm waiting for pre-orders to come out. I feel like that's like the first real accessory I need for my Vive. You know, the the audio strap that's out, like they've got the deluxe audio strap. Which you know replaces the headset strap with one with headphones. Which that's probably the one thing the Rift got right was it came with its own headphones. Um, so h- how do you mean? Like, hmm? So you can just connect your own headphones with the strap out. So the well the the Vive as it sits now just has a little tail where you plug your own headphones into it. It also came with its own earbuds, but still it's just another cable you have dangling out. Where the Rift had headphones attached to the actual headset strap they are part of oh, the wiring and everything okay. so you didn't have your own so now for the vive they have their own they call it the deluxe audio strap um, which pretty much just does the same thing as the rift now uh, but it's okay. it's it's nice i've heard nothing but good things about it but you know that's a hundred dollars i can spend on something that will have a much larger impact on my vr play like the knuckles controllers yeah, definitely. So That's a lot of money. The, yeah, and those those just look great with pressure sensors for all your fingers, uh, a bit more natural feel to grip them. From what it looks like, you know, the it's not just this big stick with a hoop on the end of it like the current Vive controller. Yeah,
0: I think it's an interesting direction Valve and HTC took it in, because I was expecting VR to be just, you know, you sit at your desk and you put on this. M- monitor basically right Mm. Uh, so yeah I I was never expecting it to be you know such an active thing and I think it's cool but uh, I don't know if I really want to move around while it's gaming I was thinking more of Elite Dangerous style applications for it which is why I would want a headset for um, because I don't think I'm really interested in standing around and shooting things was even though
1: it can be quite a you know, really massive uh, experience with, yeah. with the bigger games like Fallout coming out. Um, that's one thing, it's like, okay, so you know, Fallout or Skyrim, I can play those for hours on end and dump hundreds of hours into them while sitting at a desk using a mouse and keyboard and drinking a beer and you know, just, just relaxing. But when I'm actually on my feet and drawing a bow and swinging a sword and you know, doing those things well, will you play for an hour at a time and be done? I don't know. I just, I wonder how much slower your gameplay will be when you are the person in that world. Because uh, the the few bigger games like that I have played, it's, it is at a much slower pace. You're walking instead of running everywhere. Uh, and just you're, you're taking that much more time to just take everything in, mm. you know, interact with your hands. Uh, it's... It's quite a shift and it's, it's a, in gameplay. Yeah, it's it's a lot more of uh of an involved event than just I'm going to sit down and play a game until I'm, you know, ready to go to bed. Yeah, and then yeah, then that depends on people. Uh,
0: do I really want to, you know, run around a nuclear I don't know, was it I don't know what the area is called. Was it...
1: the oh the in like Fallout 4 it's the uh, Commonwealth. Oh the Commonwealth, yeah.
0: Yeah, do you, so, I mean
1: do you, the the wasteland. Oh, yeah.
0: um, honey, I'm home. I'm just gonna play some video games. Oh, am I gonna play Fallout?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, well, oh, it's been a long day. I've been on my feet all day at work. And I'm gonna come down here and jump and duck and go crazy playing a game. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, that's.
0: I mean, I never expected it to go this way because we saw the connect fail. But uh, yeah,
1: let's see. Yeah. It, well, it, I have to say, you know, like, I, okay, so I demoed my Vive to some some friends that hadn't seen it yet the other day, and uh, they kind of had the same thing as you. It was like, well, I, you know, they, they put it on, like, well, how's it going to know when I move? Like, it, it, it has sensors, you know, it knows where you're standing, it knows what you're doing and all that. Like, it was just, they, they couldn't, they didn't wrap their brain around at first that, okay you're up and mo- you are up and moving and doing this it's not you don't just wheel the chair in the middle of the room and then play yeah and uh are there any other features coming out for it so for the vibe there's a uh, a wireless device that's been in the works um uh, there's one already out in china and i believe and i don't quote me on this one this may be a less informed uh point but it's that's stuck in uh at least for the United States, it's stuck in FCC regulations. Uh, something to do with the wireless frequencies and, you know, the signal strength it has to utilize to be able to get that much bandwidth over wireless. Mm, that's um, nice, but, though, wireless. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, you know, a huge that's probably cable. the one... Yeah, you've got this giant heavy cable that gets twisted up and tripped on um, or, you, you know, it yanks the connector off the desk or, you know, whatever uh wire, wireless will be a huge improvement when it comes to vr um and at the end of the year of supposedly i can't remember it was was it with cong- in conjunction with intel uh there will be another wireless option on the market in the united states for the vive spiders will eat your face available on amazon prime
0: instant watch and amazon's own store all the links in the show notes we hope you check out the film about tarantulas as pets today, and how the tarantula was wrapped up in some of America's hardest moments, including the annexation of Mexico, the Wild West, rabies, and the Civil War. It's rated PG by the BBFC. Find all the links in the show notes. So we both won new monitors: G-Sync, well. FreeSync, Adaptive Sync, IPS, TN panels, ultra wide ultra slim wait what so 1440p 4k 8k 8k uh, 720p Uh, so many (laughs) so many things to look out for it's time so it's been five six years for my monitor and i think i'd like to upgrade
1: now i've only uh i've only had mine for a couple years i kind of jumped on the ultra wide bandwagon uh my biggest mistake was i went for the 29 inch like 1080p one instead of the 34 inch 1440p and it has free sync while i'm using an amd card which is kind of a bad choice i've come to realize <laughs> oh, a- a- nvidia yeah in yes well cuz i've i've been nvidia and like you said i'm i'm running a 1080ti now so I would really love to be able to utilize G Sync, yeah. you know, uh, which if you know anybody listening doesn't know, um, that is the uh, adaptive sync protocol that uh, NVIDIA has kind of patented, uh, where you know the refresh rate of your monitor um, will match you know the FPS that your GPU is driving, um, so it really eliminates screen tearing. Uh, makes everything just look so much more fluid uh, for the short period of time where i did have an amd card and could enable free sync on my monitor it was it was incredible like i wouldn't play gta 5 and in spots where you know locked at a certain refresh rate you know it would either tear or you know you'd start to kind of get some stutters you know because it was doubling frame you know it was, it was noticeably not at the same frame rate as the monitor um, it was just fluid, you know, until I turned the frame counter on. I had no idea that the framework, frame rate was fluctuating 20 frames per second. Yeah, and vSync
0: isn't really a great option either for screen tearing. It um, So it's great whether we have this stuff now. But on the other hand, we have AMD and, G- and NVIDIA both making their own protocols and locking people out, which... Sucks because you have monitors that are only G Sync or FreeSync, like w- was the case for you.
1: Yeah. So so here I, you're pretty much down to a Sync monitor, GPU company, and I can't utilize the main feature.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And uh, that's that's the awful thing. Um, that it's are there any monitors that come with both? If so, they must be they're really expensive. I think. No,
1: and I... I haven't seen I, any. I don't understand why you could not develop one with both. Um, other other than I'm sure there's somewhere in one of their paperwork, so I'm sure it's going to be in the NVIDIA side, that, oh, yeah, if you put this G-Sync chip in this monitor, then you can't allow any other sort of adaptive, adaptive sync technology. Because, oh, you know, somehow this magic little chip that probably costs them about $2, if, if even that to make... Uh, brings the monitor price up by at least a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy, crazy. Yeah, or for f- FreeSync, uh, is pretty much the opposite. You know, I I purchased my twenty nine inch ultra wide. Uh, the FreeSync model was less than the model that didn't have FreeSync. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> they
0: subsidize which... the monitors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Here, just we really AMD. want you to have this feature, please, please, <laughs> have it, have it for free. We'll pay you, yeah. So some monitors that st- stood out to me were all. I think I would like to have a G Sync monitor and 144 hertz at least, because my current monitor is really great and has a really good IPS panel. So there isn't much incentive for me to make the jump unless I get those features. So yeah, yeah. Um, Dell has the Dell still make really good ones and. They have some on offer. I'm not
1: sure what you were looking at. Uh, I've actually been looking at a couple Dell's. Uh, they're the TN panels instead of the IPS. I mean, their um, IPS panels are killer. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, the other IPS panels are are killer. I, that's what I use at work for, for my productivity setup. Yeah. But uh, for gaming, you know, to kind of get into that IPS setup, you're looking at. You know, almost double the price for a similarly spec monitor. Yeah, and that's uh, with so, a lower response rate, if I'm correct. Well, you you can get some with 144 hertz refresh rates, but yeah. uh, well, the the response rate you know is four milliseconds instead of three. And, you know, oh no, if <laughs> deal breaker. Let, let me know if you <laughs> l- let me know if you can detect that. <laughs> oh, oh, I can. I'll
0: have you know. No, I I need to see uh, one of those monitors in action. I mean, as I said, I I, saw
1: the new iPad on the last episode. uh, Yeah. And that was really. I'm fortunate enough to have this uh, oasis called Micro Center uh, nearby. (laughs) And they, (laughs) the one in my town has recently renovated on one side of the store. They've got, it's just this whole section. It's monitors and TVs, but there are just like two specific rows of. Just gaming monitors and they are hooked up to gaming PCs. Whoa, so you can go and you can see the X34 G Sync 34 inch ultra wide. You can go see, you know, all the different acers and all the different Dells and the BenQ and ViewSonic, you know, all the different options. And just walk up, like I just walked up to it. it's like, all right, there's the Dell I was wanting to look at, and I just sat and I played Battlefield for 20 minutes. And it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, m- so, most of uh, PC stuff uh, you can
0: find online only here, or, yeah, or you probably so have to I, travel for two hundred
1: kilometers. Yeah, I I would be really afraid to at least on the Dells, you know, because they're they're still using like the TN panel, you know, which they won't good, have though, quite the. Yeah, it won't have quite the color, like the color vibrancy of an IPS, which I'm I'm half colorblind. So, it, uh, oh no, <laughs> I'll are never you see off? it anyway. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I can, uh, I can only see certain shades of, you know, brown and green before they all just kind of look the same. So, uh, reds are pretty bad for me too. If I look at a spectrum, you know, a lot of people will see, you know, all these different shades. It's like, I see like eight <laughs> right so ha- having 100 percent color accuracy is uh not worth the um 300 yeah. extra dollars yeah yeah i i guess yeah so, plus, <laughs> so but but i will say for like the for the tn panel like the dells uh, i was very impressed with them um evidently micro center has color calibrated their displays because um, so i looked at the same panel at a best buy and it was horrible it looked so washed out and just dull. Uh, Sounds like a the great same face, thing. In
0: the Micro Center. Yeah. Yes. They know what they're I, I doing.
1: Highly advise you get
0: one. Yeah, I'll just I'll just buy a ticket to the states. You know, just BRB.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, but yes, new monitor. I will more than likely have some sort of uh, 144 hertz plus display yeah. sitting on my desk within the next couple days.
0: Yeah, I think. I I'm in no, you know, you know, I'm in no rush to buy one, but I think I would like to go for the IPS 165, even if it's more expensive. I, I'm just going to budget it in, and it's going to be over the next few months, because once you really appreciate IPS, my laptop, my phone, and my big monitor—they're all IPS. So once you get used to those it there's something else about it the colours you know they're just are nice <laughs> I, I clearly yeah. don't know what I'm talking about
1: but yeah well, yeah um is they're really really cool and uh, I am looking forward to if if I do end up getting the 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 dell um i I do want to get it sat down here next to my my i p s that I'm using you know, get them both calibrated and see, okay, how, how does it really compare? You know, to, to the screen that I'm yeah. used to seeing every day in the environment and lighting that I'm used to seeing it in every day. You know, how, how does it really look? You know, is it, can can you calibrate it to where it'll match? Or will it be, am I going to look at one and turn my head and go, huh? Yeah, I think for the high-end
0: ones, they're not that much different. But... Yeah, there, there's still a reason they try to make IPS panels, uh, you know, for gaming monitors. So, I do think there's yeah, a, a slight improvement in color. Yeah,
1: I really want that refresh rate, though. That's yeah. the that's the big thing. I I'd never until a few weeks ago I'd never even you know experimented with a uh, display any greater than you know probably a hundred hertz. So the 144 and 165 hertz displays for fast paced stuff, I mean, just it was, it was nice. Oh, yes. Yeah, I I do need to upgrade my uh,
0: GPU and such, though. So I don't think I'm going to run much at 140
1: otherwise. Well, especially if you go for one of the 1440p displays, your uh, your 970 might chug a little bit. Yeah, hey, it'll run Stardew Valley at one hundred and sixty-five frames a second all day. Ooh, <laughs> hell Actually yeah! I think it's locked to sixty, but <laughs> <laughs> damn you, damn you, Stardew Valley! So, uh, <laughs> but it'll look nice because your G Sync will just make your monitor display at sixty, so you won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay,
0: but it, no, I'm just, I'm just really impressed with the iPad because they figured all that stuff out. In- when reading text and such i think it's only 30 or 60 and then it, you know it's also adaptive sync so they figured it out why can't okay. anyone else yeah it, yeah it, they like books and such i think run at 30 or 60 and you know it changes as you
1: know it has to well in one of the one of the specs i'd seen you know in, in the non pc gaming world the the new uh, what did they call the scorpio the xbox 1x um, it's going to be utilizing adaptive sync um, because it really is. It's just a it's a DisplayPort you know feature. You know it's just a, a set of that technology. Um, so why nobody else has been doing any sort of adaptive sync you know capability? I don't know. It's, it's it's been there. We've we've had it almost every any display with DisplayPort in it at least has some basic functionality of it. It may not be quite the the range of G-Sync uh, but it is there
0: mm. alright moving on we have Amazon Prime Day which happens to be awful so that was a bit of a disappointment for me the one good thing was an Echo is cheap but then I don't really want a spying device in my house da da, da. <laughs> Well <laughs> I know it's not that bad but come on I don't really want it to just I don't need it do we need it no no I can just
1: take my phone out. Um, also, I, don't, I don't even like using Siri. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, just, I just don't want to talk to my technology like that. It's
0: weird, yeah, especially when other people are in the room. Oh, uh, hey, Alexa, get get me to do this. I also well, don't have any smart devices to use it with.
1: But Even, even with you- my smart things, like I've I have a smart things hub. And you know I could say, "Okay, hey, you know, arm the house or hey, turn this light on, or you know do whatever, but why <laughs> why, why i don't I don't want to walk around my house you know like I'm in Star Trek, so computer lights on <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: watched Lego Batman
0: recently, and <laughs> so so that's the best piss take of every single Batman comic or film ever made uh, yeah that's good yeah, yeah it's just, <laughs> they just they make fun of everything. You've been you've been trying to catch the Joker for 90 years. <laughs> you still haven't. <laughs> but, wait. I'm looking at the Amazon Echo in black, £79.99. This is eligible for two-hour delivery. Oh,
1: the future is now. Two-hour delivery. Now, th- this is what we don't have in Freedomland here. Oh, you do? In the, the big cities? Uh, apparently, I'm not in a big enough city.
0: You're in the desert. Come on. You you having microwave microcent I was going to say microwave microcenter is actually an oasis because you're in the desert. Well, I don't don't think it's actually desert, but
1: I keep no. So it's it's a little little greener than what I would call a desert, but uh, just not a whole lot around. (laughs) Yep, Um, and you know, just this city of you know a few million people. Oh, that's nothing. You should you should
0: come to London and breathe in the smog.
1: Mm. Mm. So refreshing.
0: Yeah. Uh, it it definitely is when you wake up with a wheezing cough in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I'm sure you can find a uh, respirator on Prime.
0: Yeah. Uh, didn't you call it a <laughs> Amazon garage sale?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's well, the
0: best thing I've heard about it because it sounds awful.
1: Yeah, I mean, the deals last year, it was, you know, I, I, I remember there were several people I worked with. They just spent the whole day, they didn't do anything at work. They just looked through prime deals all day and they just bought a bunch of crap. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> that's what so they I'm talking. It's like, okay, here's, there's a few name brand things. I, I bought a, a, a coffee pot I'd had my eye on. You know, it was like the one name brand thing that I knew i wanted to get and happened to be right there on the front page and then there's a bunch of just no name stuff oh hey here's a a kitchen knife from some company you've never heard of hey here's uh
0: yeah lots of low quality uh,
1: a bunch of off-brand keyboards here's <laughs> yeah it's
0: quite it's odd but uh it also shows how much just bad stuff is on this on amazon but yeah, let's not talk about it too much. Many listeners don't have Amazon in their country, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steam controllers. Uh, you've had one for a while before I did, and I got it around November. Yeah, and, uh, I've had mine. I guess I have
1: had it about a year now. Yeah, so I've had it for about half a year, or well, yeah, over eight I months. Just replaced the batteries for the first time yesterday. It's good yeah they've lasted me so that long <laughs> we never really talked about the controllers the steam controllers and so y- you know i've i've really enjoyed mine um i caught it on sale just kind of on a whim i was wanting to get a just get something different from my xbox controller that i've been using and um just it it took a little bit of getting used to especially you know the haptic pad for you know like the in place of the right stick um, it still still kind of trips me up on a, a couple games, you know, using that to look around. And I don't know if it's just the way I have my controller configured or what. Um, but it's just, it's just a little bit different feel. Uh, and at first, I really disliked it. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, muscle memory is a huge problem. So
1: yeah, because yeah, but, yeah, I've been i been playing some of these games with this with this three sixty controller for years. So it was just at first I had just to retrain myself to play the the same games with this different device. Uh, once I figured that out, I I really started to enjoy it, and I started uh, I really like that on Steam you can go download other people's configurations you know, say, hey, you're playing Grand Theft Auto 5, uh, 4,000 people with Steam controllers uh, think this controls output here, or this control layout here is the way to go. Oh, you definitely. Try using that configuration. That, that's the best feature. I love that. Yeah. Because uh,
0: many developers just don't make ex- extra was layouts for the Steam controller, and some forget it exists, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, the community does make some really and sometimes better uh, layouts for the
1: controller. Uh, f- yeah, the, the I think most of the games that I play with it now, I'm using some sort of other player's you know designed control layout or one that I've tweaked myself. I, there's very few games where I'm using whatever the out-of-box settings were.
0: Yeah, um, well, I think that's also a problem with the controller because it doesn't just work right and uh, for me there can be a bit of an issue and once I have figured it out and you realize that it just doesn't work well with some games I think I was playing um, I was playing Arkham City or Arkham Knight and I tried it out and it just didn't feel right because uh, you basically have the touchpad is basically like a like a mouse, right? It moves as quickly, right? And that doesn't work well for games that are designed for controller. So it's a it's an odd hybrid, and it's in a weird position where it's neither nor, right? And yeah, yeah, that's well, that's yeah. a big issue for me. It just doesn't feel right, and I would just use my uh, the old PlayStation Three controller I set up. I and made made work.
1: And I don't like that in place of on, on the left side of the controller is just another haptic pad that has, you know, kind of a little D pad shaped groove cut in it. Um, but ultimately, it's still just another, the exact same pad. Uh, but I, I really don't like it for uh, about anything, um, especially platformers or, you know, games that are really dependent on using it. Yeah. Uh, just I, if I'm playing, uh, which I'm, I'm not a huge platformer, but. You know, if I'm playing a game where I really do want that style of control, you know, some kind of older 2D platformer, then I'll go pick up a different controller because the this just does not bode well. I've tried it several times and I just cannot get it to do what I want to do.
0: Yeah, and but the best thing about it is the haptic feedback. Oh, it's yes. so nice uh, it's- in Deus Ex: Mankind Divided when you're in dialogue so you have the circle thing and the circle with four options of choosing a dialogue uh, option and when you move it to the edge of the circle and it makes this nice click so to reaffirm that you that it changed the option Uh, so it's hard to explain but for example if you move from option A to B it makes a nice click when you feel it and Mm -hmm. it's not it doesn't feel like it's coming from the same place either so
1: yeah, I've, I've yeah, I've that really enjoyed fun. the haptic p- p- pads, especially even even just for browsing the internet. I'm, I can be sitting on the couch and you know using it for the cursor or um, you know or whatever. I've, I'm actually really glad that those haptic pads made it to the uh, Vive controllers as well because it's you know pretty much the same. Oh well, wow. same thing there. You know where you know you can you look down and it'll even display like where your thumb is on the pad you know, when you're looking at the controller in there.
0: Yeah, it's a good controller, but uh, it's, again, stuck in this weird position and it has the downsides of both platforms, right?
1: Yeah, and I think think probably my least favorite thing is just that it's being, you know, that it's locked down to Steam, you know, or at least its full functionality is. Uh, You know, you kind of have to do some tinkering if you want to... uh, play some origin games. Um you know or or something that's not based in Steam, you know. Yeah. If if you everything you're playing is in Steam, okay, just push your push the the controller button, turn it on, it, it'll boot up big picture mode and you're ready to go. Yeah, it shouldn't be uh, much of an I issue
0: g- for many games, but then you also lose the ability to download custom uh custom mappings for the controllers. Uh, it doesn't work with most uh, third party games and for some you really have to hack around a bit, for example with FIFA it took me quite a lot of tinkering and even then it would sometimes work, sometimes it wouldn't uh, you have to you have to uh, get the shortcut for FIFA into Steam then Origin would open but no, you need to run it in safe mode within Origin and things like that uh, It it's not it doesn't just—it's not plug in and play, and uh, that's a, a bit of an issue. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think of the D-pad? It's for me, it's too much pressure and doesn't feel natural. And again, it's quite—yeah—you have to press c- quite far down,
1: and and that's yeah, the least so satisfying the, bit for me. The the pressure is off. The I don't know, just even the angle of it, the way the controller's shaped there is just a little off, and I think it's. I don't know. I just think it's too big. Like so, if I've got it here, you know, there's, you know, that's more than half the length of my thumb to make it across that D pad. Whereas, okay, say my 360 controller, it has a much smaller D pad, which I can, yeah, you yeah, know, get a lot. You can just tighter, faster movement on. You
0: can rest your thumb on top of those and just, you know, choose an option without with slightly leaning your thumb in either direction.
1: Whereas As you I find, have to float your thumb. I find, like, it's really easy to, if I'm pushing right and I get just off at a little bit of a wrong angle, it'll go up. Um, just, it's, the sensitivity is not, I don't know if it's not consistent or, or what, but it's just, it's it's not fluid enough to where I can play a game and do well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's an
0: interesting first attempt so if there's going to be any more attempts but I have yet to try it out with the Steam Link and I think you you haven't tried that either i yeah. actually I've got a Steam Link sitting in the box just came in today yeah uh, I haven't did opened not get mine a chance to <laughs> I haven't opened mine since I got it around the same time uh, as my controllers so
1: I, oh well you, it's been sitting you there for really a few months yeah <laughs> yeah well, I, I bought mine on the the $15 sale a couple weeks ago and they were out of stock and it just shipped out saturday and came in today yeah I'm so i i opened up the box and pulled it out just went ooh, shiny and put it back in so i had <laughs> you know, productive things that had to happen before i went and sat and played games yeah I, i'm trying to fix up um
0: proper network with the ethernet cables and things uh, before jumping into it and yeah uh i don't know there hasn't been any new versions of anything of the link or the controller but uh Let's hope we yeah. have some progress. I mean, it's close. Yeah, I'm, I'm it just has to be tinkered with a bit more.
1: Yeah, I'm curious if they even will do a uh, like a second revision controller, or if you know the hardware side at Valve has really been kind of diving into the VR stuff, which it seems like they've been putting a lot of effort into. It's really
0: interesting. Have you seen the the video where they set up the factory and the manufacturing process? I guess I haven't seen that one. It's really nicely made. So it's a big empty, it looks like a big warehouse, whatever. So it's nothing Mm -hmm. on there. And then slowly there are more and more metal boxes and things. And then slowly you have machines there. And then you see how the process unravels and the the chain of events the controllers
1: go through. So this quite interesting. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Also, I well, think they
0: made I've got some have uh, uh,
1: some viewing material for later. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll try to link it in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I think they're also made in uh,
1: where the offices are, so
0: in the states. And yeah, we
1: we know Valve isn't very good with sequels. <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note well i don't know the se- The second controller might be good the third one we may never see <laughs> they'll just make some kind of uh controller
0: sales platform and then get super rich of that the controller vin- controller vending machine yeah <laughs> so they don't have to make controllers because they make so much money just selling them from you know other people <laughs> Alright, you've been listening to the combo podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and uh, SoundCloud and my nice website, salimbo.com. It's very nice. It's also very nice. It took me quite a long time to make, so <laughs> and uh, It is very nice. It loads fast too. It loads super fast. It yeah, again, that's a lot of tinkering. But that's uh, yeah, we let's not turn this into a web design episode. Yeah, I'll I'll leave that to you, Captain Web Development. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, Brian. See you soon. Thank you. Subscribe to this podcast. Only then do you have my permission to die.